Melissa suggested. Will you be quiet, please, Evelyn said. The smaller girl didn't seem to realize the potential danger. The wilderness was filled with grizzlies and mountain lions and other hungry beasts, and while her pa had exterminated all the meat-eaters in their valley, from time to time new ones drifted in. Then there were hostels to talk about, the Bloods and Pigans and Blackfeet and others who delighted in counting coup and taking scalps. Melissa didn't know how to do as she was told. Why don't we run for the cabin, she insisted. Evelyn shook her head. They were halfway around the lake and had a lot of open ground to cover. If something or someone was out there, they wouldn't get far. She strained her ears, but heard nothing to explain the unnatural quiet. At least you have your gun, the chatterbox said. Evelyn didn't say anything. Her small rifle, custom-built by friends of her pa's, the Hawkin brothers in St. Louis, was only thirty-one caliber. For dropping small game, it was just dandy, but it wouldn't stop the likes of a grizz. Another minute of awful stillness went by. Melissa fidgeted and gnawed on her lower lip, as nervous as a chipmunk when a bobcat was abroad. "'Are we going to squat here all day?' she whispered. "'Be patient.' Evelyn had learned long ago that a person could never be too careful. In her eleven years, she had seen a lot of people die, whites and Indians alike. Some had died in battle. Some had been victims of disease. A few had passed on of old age. And then there were the dozens slain by wild beasts, her least favorite way to die. Some were indelibly impressed on Evelyn's mind. There was the Shoshone who had been gored by a bull buffalo, for instance. It had been during the heat moon, the month of July, when vast herds filled the prairies. A dozen warriors had gone on a surround, and laughs loud, a kindly man who once gave her some honey to eat, was thrown from his horse when it stepped into a prairie dog hole. Before he could climb back on, a bull charged, hooked a horn in his belly, and ripped him wide open. Laughs Loud had been brought back to the village on a travoy and somehow lived until sunset. Evelyn remembered standing there, staring at a spreading dark stain on the blanket someone had covered him with. At one point, Laughs Loud's wife had lifted the blanket to vainly apply a poultice, and Evelyn had glimpsed jagged rib bones laid bare and his intestines slowly oozing from his abdomen. The worst, though, had been a white man mauled by a silver tip. Palmer was his name, and he'd been off picking berries when he spooked a cub. Its mother came roaring out of the underbrush and proceeded to bite and tear at him in a frenzy. He was clinging to life by a thread when he was brought to the rendezvous site. Her father had gone over to see what the ruckus was about, and she had innocently tagged along, never dreaming what she would find.
Palmer was a ruin. Half his face was missing. The rest had been partially caved in by a mighty blow, and his eyeball had popped out and was dangling over his ravaged cheek. Whole chunks of flesh had been shredded from his body. His right shoulder, right arm, and right thigh were exposed down to the bone. His left arm had been mangled, his left leg half bitten off. Blood sprayed from a gash in his throat every time he breathed. He lingered long enough to request word be sent to his wife back in Ohio. Small wonder Evelyn had no desire to be torn to ribbons by a bear or other animal. Melissa could gripe to high heaven, but Evelyn wasn't about to budge until she was sure it was safe. She shifted to the left, away from the lake, and stiffened at the...